0: It's the Zero Lives Left Podcast, episode 62.
1: Welcome to the Zero Lives Left Podcast. What
0: is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm your host, as always, on this journey, and I'm delighted to to be back with you for episode 62 of the podcast and what an episode we have lined up for you today we're talking all things health and wellness and I'm delighted to be having this conversation today and we're delighted to be streaming it out live on LinkedIn and indeed on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. So if you haven't joined one of our live streaming podcasts before please do consider connecting with me or indeed following the Twitter or indeed the YouTube page of the Zero Lives Left podcast and I'm trying to be pushing these podcasts out each and every week over the summer holiday period and hopefully indeed beyond as I endeavour to talk about some of the topics that matter to not only me but matter to you my listeners. Now I have been working on the Zero Lives Left podcasting website over the past week or so I've been updating the website with all of the latest episodes of the podcast. I'm also going to be having some ebooks that I'm going to be uploading onto the website on different topics and subjects. There is one available over there right now on how you launch your own podcast. That was something we talked about in last week's episode or episode 61 of the podcast where I was chatting to Roger Gowdy all about setting up and getting your podcast operational. So if you have an idea for a podcast but you've got Absolutely no idea where to start. Check out that episode of the podcast, episode 61 of the podcast which is now available it's got lots of fantastic tips for you available to check out and if you do want to pick up my ebook it's available for you to download over on the Zero Lives Left podcasting website so do stop by the website and check it out that would be fantastic and I would be so delighted if you would do that as always don't forget if you're listening to this podcast today on iTunes Spotify or indeed any other good podcasting platform please do make sure that you rate and review the podcast ratings and reviews are really important and they do help other people find out about the show so if you can hit that share button hit that subscribe button and you will get notified when there is another episode of the podcast available for you to tune into but all right let's not waste any more time we've got a packed episode lined up for you today and let's jump into episode 62 of the zero lives left podcast you have probably heard the old statement before your health is your wealth and it's so important that we are looking after our physical and our mental health and in previous episodes of the podcast i have touched on the importance of managing our mental health and our physical health, and just how important that is as business owners, as entrepreneurs, that we think about implementing steps to uh, successfully manage our health and our wellness. And in today's episode of the podcast, I really wanted to shine a spotlight into health and wellness. And this is something myself I've struggled with over the past couple of years. I've tried to make changes in my life when it comes to my own physical and mental health. And from time to time I've fallen off the bandwagon. But over the past 18 months, I've really made some important changes for the better, which I feel are really helping me overall. They're helping my business, but are also helping me personally. So I wanted to talk about this journey in this episode of the podcast and share some of my own experiences, but not just my experiences bring somebody on today who knows what they're talking about, do a little bit of a deep dive into the importance of our physical and our mental health and our wellness, and how that can help us generally in all aspects of our lives. So joining me on this episode today, I'm delighted to have the fantastic uh, Sheila, Docker from the primal zone. We're going to talk a little bit about what that is all about later on today in the podcast, but Sheila, Before we kick into the nuts and bolts of what we're going to talk about in this episode of the podcast, can you give the listeners a little bit of an overview, a background story on how you got to where you got to?
1: Um, I'm Sheila Docker and I'm a health and wellness coach and a behavior change coach as well. For the past few years, I've been running my own coaching business, which is the Primal Zone. So I work with private clients, businesses, and NHS patients, um, empowering them to make and take charge of their own health and wellness. Um, So it's all about introducing positive and sustainable lifestyle changes and um, increasing their energy, their strength, their confidence, and obviously their wellness as well. My passion for what I do stems from my own journey. And I had a three decades worth of Inflammatory health challenges that impacted so many different areas of my life. So it's my work, my relationships, my my kids, and and my passion for life. In fact, during that time, in those thirty years, I still travelled the world. I was backpacking. I worked um, in for Cisco in the early days of Cisco in the nineties. You know, it was really really exciting time, um, and I travelled a lot with them. I've run different businesses where I've also travelled a lot. So you've got a bit of a theme going on here. I do love my travel. Um, and I also brought up a family in that time as well. So what I didn't realise is how much I was actually missing out on because I wasn't particularly present because I was feeling unwell the majority of the time. So although I was living my life, I actually wasn't enjoying it that much because I, I, I literally I, I had daily health challenges. Um, and it wasn't just my physical health, It was there was a huge connection to my, my mental health as well. So without going into gory details, because it's now about the people that I work with, in 19, when was it, about 15 years ago, I was just going in for a second operation, which was brought on by the medication and the health challenges that I'd had. Um, I thought it's about time that I actually took control and responsibility for my own health rather than just running to the doctors every time. So I did my research and within a week of actually making some changes, I noticed that some of those pesky inflammatory conditions were going away so with immediate effect it was like um, increased energy my mental clarity improved and I didn't look pregnant anymore which is always a good thing so bonus um, and then over the next few months the other inflammatory challenges like that were impacting my joints and my gut and, and um, migraines etc also started going away so yeah that was that was 15 years ago this did start with what I was eating um, so it's all about taking things back to basics, really. but also moving more and in a very different way, so less intense exercise and focusing on my sleep and my mindset. And it's funny Way in that you know when you when you start to feel better, you then realize how poorly you you've been because you just put up with stuff. You just get, oh, that's the way it is. That's part of aging. That's um my mother had that. So I'm obviously going to have it. yeah, you, know, you think you're inheriting certain conditions, but the majority, of the health challenges that we have are actually based on our lifestyle choices so obviously we do have um, certain conditions unfortunately where we do thank goodness need the NHS and the, and the, the, um, the medical professionals I mean thank goodness we have those but um, there are a lot of things that we can do for ourselves take responsibility for our own health and I of, of, often say you know, is it your lifestyle choices that are making you sick So here I am now working, loving my work, absolutely loving my work. I've been doing this for a few years now, working with one-on-one with men and women, and groups of people, not only in the UK, but but globally as well.
0: Fantastic, um, Sheila. Now, you've been on quite the journey over the past couple of years, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that journey as we move through this episode, but I want to say uh, hello to Mark uh, joining us here today. Um, thank you, Mark. Uh, anybody who's listening on the live stream today on LinkedIn, YouTube, we're also going out on Facebook. We're going out on Twitter. We're hitting all of the usual social media suspects today. Uh, So if you do have a question, something you would like to ask Sheila this morning, please pop the question into the chat box. And we're going to be picking up uh, on some of these questions, hopefully, as we move through our conversation this morning, because I really try to get as much value out of these conversations as I absolutely can. Not only for my own selfish benefit, but also for the people who are listening into the podcast as well on the replay, which is going to be going out on iTunes and Spotify. So this is a great opportunity. If you've got a question, something you're interested in in relation to what we're talking about today, please do ask that question. As always, if you are listening to the podcast live today, please do hit the share button so we can get this out to as many people as possible because there is going to be information here today that's really going to help your overall health and wellness and that's what we're here to talk about today. Now Sheila, we've Mm -hmm. met a couple of years ago on LinkedIn and we're going to talk a little bit now about the accountability side of all of this as well because we were holding each other to account when it comes to revisiting our love for for music. Uh, and you're a bit of a musician yourself. I play the guitar and the banjo. I think our, our connection originally developed out of that. And we went on a little bit of a, of a journey of accountability.
1: Yes. And it's really quite funny because I put a post up, didn't I, about how I'd met someone on a plane who play, was playing the saxophone because it was still during lockdown. So um i was all mastered up i got chatting with this uh, guy on a plane and i said oh yeah how are you finding lockdown He said, all well, i'm learning the saxophone i thought goodness me i played the flute about 40 years ago um i was in an orchestra i was a, a decent standard and um i thought I wonder if i still got that so when i got back from my trip i i found my old flute and the amount of music that i had as well I thought, goodness me, it was all gobbledygook to me. Um, So I put this post up about, oh yeah, here's my flute, can't use this flute anymore because the keys would perish, but um, I could remember how to blow it, but I couldn't remember how to use my fingers and and also how to read music. So I put this post up saying, going on a new adventure, this is a good thing for um, lockdown. And bless you, you saw the post and went, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. I'm just learning the banjo. So we we literally held each other accountable for what's been almost a year and a half now, if not longer. And um, <laughs> it might sound a bit strange to people, but we send each other videos over WhatsApp to keep each other motivated. And Wayne is a lot better at it than I am at the moment. Um I think you have a much more musical family than me, so I'm I'm pretty much on my own here, making myself do the practice, but it's been such a good accountability, relationship and friendship, because it has taken us out of our comfort zone to share that sort of thing with each other. Um, It's been lots of fun lots of
0: fun it really has and you know in, in my house there, there is a lot of other people who play music much much more better than me uh, m- both of my sons my oldest boy plays saxophone the younger guy plays guitar and banjo sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming whenever you see <laughs> them because because they've got a lot more time than I have to sit down they're off for the summer holidays now like this morning when I was coming out of the house Johnny had the guitar picked up and he was pl- learning a new tune and I could hear it as I'm coming down the stairs it was like oh that sounds so cool. And he literally only had a lesson yesterday with his teacher and he already has learned most of the song Uh, that would take me six months to just piece together, to be able to get it to a level that I was you know, comfortable and confident in playing it in front of people. But teeing up or, you know, with somebody like yourself or somebody in, you know, a similar situation to me running their own business that I found to be much more beneficial from that whole accountability Mm -hmm. side of things. Uh, And it's been great because, as you said a couple of moments ago, you know, we're able to check in with each other. How you getting on with the flute, how you get on with the banjo, here's a video. And sometimes you get a video completely out of the blue I know, where, yes. you know, <laughs> you've done nothing for ages and suddenly this video lands and you're like, right, that's the kick up the arse that I need. get back into it but it has been fantastic
1: it has been and and yeah like you're you are ahead of the game at the moment i I do need to do more practice i feel a bit guilty about that now but um what i was going to say that going back to the health and wellness element um playing a musical instrument or learning something new where you're taking your mind away from everything else is really good mindfulness so when i'm blowing the flute, reading the music and doing the fingers, I can't be thinking about what I'm going to be cooking for dinner or what reports I need to write or yeah, other other elements of my my busy brain. It has to be focused on the music. So it's a really good way of switching off, having some time for yourself, Um, Yes, and it gives you that mental clarity. It's amazing.
0: Now, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about what we're here to talk about today, because we could talk all day about our banjos and our flute playing. (laughs) And that's fantastic. And hopefully there are some people tuned in this morning or listening on the replay who maybe want to embark on that that musical journey. You are never... They can join our band. They can join our band, but you're never too old, really, to uh, pick up an instrument and, and start playing. And I think everyone has some level of musical ability and capability within them. Uh, they just gotta, they just gotta, uh, you know, experiment a little bit. Uh, I want to say hello to Linda uh, joining us here this morning. Uh, always good to hear about the positive impact of healthy lifestyles, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the impact that, that can have now. Over the past number of years, let's say over the past fifteen years. I have had my own health issues along the way. I think in business and being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, running a small business, I think we don't talk enough about health and wellness. It's almost a token conversation. Yeah, yeah, I need to be looking after my health and wellness. But if you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, it can be very lonely existence. And you're focusing on the marketing of your product or your service. You're focusing on getting new leads. You're focusing on dashing out to meetings. You're focusing at maybe running a busy home. You've got a family you're juggling all of these different things and what I found over my journey over the past 20 plus years the health and wellness side of things has been pushed to the back burner and it's only Sheila when something has went wrong like you know I remember ending up in hospital at one point for a couple of days as a result of really burning myself out not eating properly, not sleeping properly, taking too much caffeine, triggered an AFib in my heart. I had to go and get that sorted out. And that was really for me at 32, a bit of a wake up call. I said, you know what? I'm not invincible. I need to be looking after my health and wellness. And I really need to take stock of this and I need to make some changes in my life. That was a real sort of alarm bell moment for me that I really started to look at health and wellness side of things now as i mentioned at the start of this i fell off the wagon a few times i've went back into bad habits Um, i'm going to talk a little bit in a couple of moments about intermittent fasting and that's something that i've got into over the past couple of weeks which is going really well for me but would you be in agreement today that you know when you're working with business owners when you're working with entrepreneurs when you're working with CEOs? Not just here in the UK and Ireland, but also in other parts of the world, they're a lot like me. Oh yes,
1: one hundred percent. Some of them are a lot older than you, but one hundred percent, their their focus has been totally on on their business and their work, and um, that they are overloaded. And I find that um, when they do come to me, it's they they've got fears and um, and pains, and the fears could be um, that they're not. They're not looking after themselves. So they're finding that their work is slipping or that they they may be coming to retirement or approaching that that time where, where there are changes, Yes, transitions taking place. Um, and because of all the stress and because they're not looking after themselves, they're then getting the pains. So it could be you know, gut related. It could be um, getting a warning shot from the from the doctor saying that you need to make change or else you're not going to be able to carry on doing what you're doing. Or like you you said, uh, it could be a case of you know they 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 could be financially secure and their business could be going very very well, but suddenly their thoughts of going off on an adventure with their other half um, turns into their other half being their carer because they've had a stroke. So it's, it's good that at your age you're recognising this. Unfortunately, you have had some things happen to you because some they it can be hidden. It can be these. These health challenges can be hidden. It's not always shown on the outside, um, especially with mental health as well, with your mental fitness. So, yes, I have quite a few um, men, certainly, you know, coming to me and they... They, they want to look forward to, to the future. They want to look forward to doing new things. And they feel that they've lost their mojo a bit. They're, um, potentially, they've had some disruption in their, their relationships and, and they're still having to focus on the work side of things. Yeah, they're, they're, There is that expectation. and But not only that, we're now a sandwich generation as well. Yeah, we've got elderly parents and we've got children and everybody wants you to be the best for them you've got to be on call whether whether you're a man or a woman you know we've all got this responsibility and you've got to carry on providing now if you're not looking after yourself if you're not putting yourself first they're not going to get the best out of you anyway so you have to put yourself first it's not selfish it's selfless to do that
0: exactly. And do you think that um, a lot of people overlook this for a long period of time? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think social media in particular, I know that sometimes I feel a little bit overwhelmed with social media when I see some of the things that people are popping up on social media about how successful they are. You know, you can almost feel like you've got a little bit of that failure syndrome creeping in that you're not able to do all of these things that maybe other people are able to do. Um, And you, you work yourself even harder as a result of that that and you don't focus on the the health and the wellness side of things
1: do you know i was i was going to cover this later anyway and i will i will recover it but um with with regards to social media i mean comparison is the theft of all joy so you know those people that have put those posts up saying how well they're doing we haven't seen their struggle to get to that place or even whether or not they are actually in that place. So you can't obviously believe everything you see on social media or in the news. I mean, we are bombarded 24-7, which is, you know, that is, oh, it's it's overwhelming, isn't it? So um, when we are running our own businesses and we're having to build and market and business development and network and this, that and the other, it's, it's exhausting. So when you do see those sorts of posts and you go, oh, okay, maybe I'm not doing it right, it takes you back a few steps. You've got to just be kind to
0: yourself. It really does. Let, but let's talk about the, you know, you've 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 made an acknowledgement to yourself that something's not right. You need to make a change. What's the next logical step for, for one to consider if they're about to say, right, okay, I've really been burning the candle at both ends here. I've been burning the midnight oil. I don't feel good. My tummy, my gut feels a little bit weird. Um, you know, I've got other things going on. You know, I've went to my GP, um, you know, sometimes when you go to, you know, doctors, you know, the, 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 the sticky plaster comes out, here's some tablets, you know, you know, this is going to help. And that, what I find at least is look, don't get me wrong. You know, medication is important, um, for, you know, for, for, for different, um, ailments and, and, and different, um, things people have going on but but maybe it's just masking the problem uh, and maybe you can get to the root of the problem you mentioned earlier on inflammatory issues mm-hmm. um, I mean that's something you know that I think everybody you know a lot of stuff even in my own body um, inflammatory and, and trying to deal mm-hmm. with that which is why a, I a embark- met- and
1: metabolic health as well yeah so your yes. type 2 diabetes your heart disease high blood pressure high cholesterol etc yeah th- this is all brought on by our lifestyle choices so the majority of the things that we struggle with health-wise mentally and physically can be reversed and if it's reversed then that means you're no longer taking the medication or you've reduced your medication I mean how brilliant is that so I agree with you if you go to the doctors bless them they don't have the time and if you have a multitude of symptoms as you said they, they can't get to the root cause they, they only have that 10-15 minutes they go well this will help may solve that and this may soothe that and and that's what happened with me I was just you know my body was so confused um so yes so the question was <laughs> what do you do about it where do you start
0: how do we take that first step yeah,
1: yeah. so firstly you're going to have to want to because most people know what they need to do and they're just either in denial or they haven't they say they're too busy or you know most people know what they need to do and i'm not trying to do myself out of a job here as a, as a health and wellness coach um because yeah that brings different um different things into the equation but. I started firstly with my food now over 60% of what we eat this is very general because obviously some people don't like eat like this at all is ultra processed foods I say if you can't find it in your kitchen cupboard or you can't pronounce what the ingredients are or you have to google them or there's more than five ingredients why on earth are you eating it in the first place and, and the reason is that they're addictive but they're also highly inflammatory um they our bodies shouldn't be having the 80 percent of our body composition is based on what we put in it so if you're putting rubbish in you're going to get rubbish out and that doesn't mean just physically it will mean how so it doesn't mean just how you look but how you feel as well yeah the sluggishness and and the bloatedness and, and things like that um, yeah so food was the first thing for me. And literally, as soon as I changed, I noticed a, dis- I noticed a difference.
0: Isn't the food one hard, though? Because there's, you know, like I, I, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you're on the fly a lot. You know, you're sure. running from meeting to meeting. You're, you're going through airports. You're like, I have seen me going, you know, uh, going through an airport, for example, and you've got a bit of a, a little bit of a layover. Hitting McDonald's for the, for the cheeseburger or the, the fries, the, the stuff. And you know, rightly, when you go into those places, this is, I shouldn't be here um so so the food is is a challenge you know we see a lot of you know stuff in shops a lot of the times you know it's convenient it's quick it's It's cheap it's cheap yeah Sheila absolutely you know you see these offers buy one get one free you know all this sort of stuff you know and even when you go into the bigger supermarkets as well they're really pushing that those types of offers at you um so you know and as you said you know do you think you know people really don't know how to read the back of the packaging? You know what to look out for, what to spot.
1: Gosh, well, this is this is a, this would be a hole for us to start digging because if um, if you look at the front of the packaging, it will it will have like the traffic lights, um, but the traffic lights don't really correlate to what the ingredients are in the back. Yeah, you know? so if it, if they salt salt's not so bad for you, but yeah, you know, sugar is really bad for you. And if you look at a bottle of Coke, it'll have all green on the front, but actually it's just made of fake ingredients so it's it is it is difficult and it is an education but the way I I start talking to people about this so I run these um, these workshops every Wednesday evening for a surgery near me um, with a co-host and it's for for pre and type 2 diabetics and yeah I get exactly the same thing back that you just said that's you know well it's more expensive it's you know how where do we start so we are actually educating them on that but if you think about your grandparents and your great-grandparents and the how they used to eat it was much simpler sure they had other issues going on my grandparents were big smokers and and drinkers they had war they you know they they didn't have a lot of money but they grew their own vegetables and they queued at the butchers to get their their meat so it was all local and seasonal um which you don't have that now everything is 24 7 available yeah you can even have mcdonald's delivered to your to your home so it is so easy to be able to eat like that but Yeah, my my whole mantra really is taking things back to basics. And the foods that you would eat if you do that keep you fuller for longer. And I do I do agree with you. Yeah, you go through an airport or you go to service stations, you know, I I eat high protein, high fat, low carb. That's my way of living. And it I haven't eaten today yet. Um, but I feel satiated after the foods I eat because they're nutritious, they're colourful. They're really tasty and they keep me fuller for longer. So it's about making the right choices and still enjoying your food. I love I love food. I love going, having dinner parties and barbecues and this, that and the other. But I just make sure that I I, I have the right choices. And, you yeah, know, I... I, sorry, sorry, and I, said, I said to you earlier, you know, the, 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 the being poorly for 30 years, I, I now feel better at the age I am now, which is in my very, very, very late 50s. And I did in my 30s and 40s. And that's down to how I'm living my life. You
0: know what? There's been a great, I suppose, awakening for me through social media in particular. I know sometimes I talk a lot about the negatives of social media, you know, what you need to be aware of, what you're seeing online. But really, I have learned so much over the past couple of months and beyond through people sharing their stories about some of the stuff that you've just talked about, the impact that sugar has, mm. um, you know, the impact that a lot of this junk food has. Uh, and for me, that's almost helped me. Our conversations that we've had push me further down the line uh, uh, and make those changes. So circling right back around to what we talked about earlier on about the accountability side of things, that's really important. You need to have maybe somebody checking in on you, you need to go mm. to some someone like yourself to really get that support network around you. Because if you don't have that, it's very difficult to be consistent with this sort of stuff um, because, you know, just what you mentioned a couple of moments ago, other things are convenient. It's handy. Like I've had a busy day. I can't be bothered going to the butchers and queue. And I'm just going to nip into Tesco or Morrison's and grab a ready meal and fire it in the microwave and that'll do me. Um, and you know, that's the sort of thing that I find that if you, if you're working in isolation or you don't have a coach or you don't have a mentor, you don't have somebody that can help you with that. You know, you have less of a success than you would if you were, you know, going to something like you've mentioned earlier on on a Wednesday evening.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's about behavior change, but also why, why is it important to you? What do you want to get out of it? And, you know, if you're happy being sedentary and sitting there with your pizza, watching Netflix, and that makes you feel healthy, or do you want to be able to run around with the grandkids or go on holiday and do rock climbing or, you know, just diff- do different things. You need to think about what your body can do for you. And it's, your body does treat you so, so well. I mean, it just looks after you, but we just don't pay the same respect and love back to it.
0: Now, somebody's asked a great question. How can I possibly avoid sugar when it's in absolutely everything? I think that's a great question because it oh, absolutely yeah. is. I mean, how do we, How do we avoid it? Like it's, you know, you know. Any any tips?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm human as well, you know. So I I like my dark chocolate. I yeah, you're absolutely right. Sugar is in everything, um, but that's in the processed foods. So in the less processed foods, you won't find the sugar. So it's about changing what you're eating. Um, It is tough because it's addictive as well. I mean, and and it brings zero nutritional value. So, yeah, read the labels, check out how much sugar is. But remember, it, it is addictive. It's playing games with you. It wants you to eat more, which you will do.
0: Oh, absolutely. I know that whenever I used to get a packet of biscuits or tea cakes mm-hmm. or something like that, I would literally just go through the whole box. And before I knew it, I, I, I didn't feel good about it at the end of it, you know. And you're getting that sort of rush from the sugar. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're also getting that crash then as the so, sugar. So, yeah. Evening. So, without
1: going into, you know, talking about insulin and the rest of it, because we haven't got time to do that. But high carbohydrates and uh, high sugary foods will take you on that spike and then you will come crashing down and as soon as you eat those things they turn into glucose in your blood so you are playing havoc with your with your whole body it doesn't like it um your, your liver can't cope you know it's and that's why that's why we put on so much weight as well so I'm not going to get technical about you know glucose and insulin and the rest of it but those sorts of foods you're, you're becoming dependent upon them because after you've had that crash, you want to have that same feeling that you had before. So you will reach for another cookie or um, a sandwich or a bag of crisps or whatever. And that will go through the day. And if you look at the diet of most people, it is constant grazing and it's the, the highs and the lows. Um, and what you want is your, your you want it to be like that during the day so that your body is feeling um, happy and satiated. And it's getting the you know, food is a fuel. We eat because our body needs us to eat. It needs us we, to eat the right
0: things. We do now. Let's talk about something uh, I've been experimenting with. Let's use the word experiment because mm-hmm. I'm, uh, um, I am, I am still experimenting. I don't know yet how you know things are going to pan out with this, but I have embarked on the journey of intermittent fasting. Now, previously, I was having some issue with my foot and my ankle. Again, it's an inflammatory issue. I know that. I went to the doctor. The sticky plaster came out. Here is some medication, Wayne. Go on your way. Yes, it helped a little bit. But then once I stopped on the medication, it came right back. So I started to go, right, what's bringing this back? What's causing this inflammation? Uh, in my ankle, in my foot, and and how do I address the root cause of it? And I started to do a little bit of research, um, again, watching some videos on social media, Mm -hmm. mostly TikTok, about people talking about the benefits of intermittent fasting. Now, I'm going to make a confession here. When I heard about intermittent fasting, I thought, absolutely no way. I could not do that. I need my breakfast. I need my (laughs) mid morning snack. I need my lunch. I need my afternoon snack. I need my tea. I need my supper because I couldn't, there was like, I literally couldn't go to bed without having something to eat. And I found when I got into bed then if I couldn't sleep, I was hungry and I was coming back <laughs> down the stairs and I was opening the fridge and I was eating something like, like a white bread sandwich or, or something of some description just to get me off to sleep. So I said, right, I'm going to commit to this. I've going to try this for a couple of days and see how it goes. Now, again, a confession, the first couple of days, it was hard. <laughs> like, I, I, I fell off the wagon, I, I you know, I got hungry, uh, you know, I, I, I actually forgot myself where, you know, I, I said, right, all right, right, eight o'clock at night, I'm stopping eating, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. eat, until so 12 o'clock the next day. But then I found about 10 o'clock, I was going to the cupboard and I was going for a packet of crisps mm-hmm. and I was breaking the fast. So I really had to, you know, <laughs> breaking be, the fast with a bag
1: of crisps, with a bag of
0: crisps. Not good. So I really had to uh, look at that again. So now I, I, I'm on the wagon. I've been at it now a couple of weeks. I'm finding my, that my hunger is subsiding. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm able to to do the 16 hours, um you know, and, and and not have any breakfast. What's your thoughts on intermittent fasting?
1: Oh, I think I think it's brilliant. It's not for everybody, and if you're pregnant or you're a child, you shouldn't be doing it. But um yeah you know it's been around for centuries. It's not a new fad you know there's different cultures and and religions that use intermittent fasting so it's not it's not something that's new and and anybody can do it um, and it's it's all it is it's about cutting down the eating window so where we're used to just grazing through the day like you just described, you just cut down that window so you're doing sixteen eight which means you're not eating for the sixteen hours um I, and you don't need to do it every day. You could do it for a few days and then, you know, but it, it it depends on what works for you. Just just play with it. But the idea is that you you can eat the same amount in that time. Um, I wouldn't recommend that you go, right, I've just finished my fast. I'm going to go off and have McDonald's. You know, try and introduce some good foods in after after the fast. I know people that have done 24 hour fast. As a matter of fact, one of my clients said, I'm going to do a 24 hour fast and because she did. I did, too. And I thought I wouldn't be able to manage that. But actually, once you got over the 20 hour mark, I I felt like I was on a high almost. It was um, I wasn't hungry, but I had this extra energy and mental clarity. It was quite amazing. So so like I say, it's been practised for thousands of years so it's not a a new thing but I think it's becoming more and more popular because people are seeing the benefits that it gives their body when when you're giving your body a rest from that constant eating your body needs time to heal and to grow and to repair etc um so there's no there's no strict rules to how you do it you could do it 12 12 or yeah just introduce yourself slowly maybe just do one or two days a week to start with see how you feel um because it does take a bit of getting used to, but it'd be amazing how many people that say, well, I don't have breakfast anyway. Okay. So yeah, you're already on the way there um, by doing that. So we used to say everybody should have a breakfast, but actually it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody, does it? So the benefits of fasting, one of them may be weight loss. Um, It enhances your insulin sensitivity, promotes heart health, helps reduce inflammation, that's a good one for you and I. Um, Increase in mental clarity and energy, like I just said, but also cellular repairs called autophagy. Auto- I can never say the word autophagy, and it's where it removes the damaged cells, but helps recycle other cells so it's actually really really good for you you have to have done quite a bit more than the 16 hours to, to get to that stage but it's um it's not a long time to wait for a meal really it's just it's just we're so used to eating constantly that that that's the challenge isn't it it's going right okay so now I'm going to I'm going to have something at two o'clock in the afternoon or one o'clock or and then I'm only going to eat till that time um but if you eat the right quality foods you yeah, like I say, if you're eating protein and fat, so, you know, a, a diet high in protein and fat, you're gonna feel fuller anyway, and you're gonna be getting all the right nutrients.
0: Yeah, and the, one of the things I've noticed as well, I've started to push it out a little bit as well. Like yesterday was a good example of this. I was at a meeting, And, you know, the fast sort of came to an end at like 1230 and I was in the city and I could have went and got something to eat. But I said, you know what, I'm going to head on home because um, I'm going to see how long I can last. And I got to like probably about 18 hours um, yesterday. So I'm slowly sort of pushing (laughs) the needle a little bit further. And I would love to try at some point one of those 24-hour fasts, one of those 36-hour We'll, do it, we'll hour do it together. We'll hold each other yes.
1: accountable. Yeah, there That's you go. what. <laughs>
0: that's what I probably need is the accountability yeah. side of things. But I'll tell you one thing I'm really excited about. Do you know the way you go back to the the local GP surgery and you get your annual bloods done? Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to that perk point if i can stick on this journey mm-hmm. and then i go back to the gp surgery and they like do all the stuff that they do in the bloods i'm mean, really interested to see how those bloods actually yeah. look in terms of the things that you've mentioned already um, because i'm sure before i started on this they, they probably weren't as good as they could have been mm.
1: mm. doesn't yes absolutely and it also depends on what you are eating in that window of opportunity to, to actually fuel your body. It does depend on what you are eating. So if you're eating high, high sugar, high carb foods, then, you know, you are going to have that. So yeah, and so eat would, good foods.
0: What would you recommend just when we're on that topic of foods? Like, you know, if you're on, if you're doing this intermittent fast, have you any thoughts around, you know, right, okay, what, what, what should you be looking at? You know, what would be a good sort of mixture, you know, without... Yeah going to McDonald's or, you know, going and eating something that's not really going to do you any, like, 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 let's be honest, you've did all the hard work and now you're going and undoing it by putting loads of Yeah, that's, a, back, that's a good
1: point. So if I'm at home, so in about an hour, I'm going to have some scrambled egg and some avocado, uh, maybe some bacon with it as well. Um, so that would be, that would be my lunch. Um, eat plenty of vegetables eat plenty of you know meat and fish and um, like I say avocados are a good fat um, nuts and seeds so there, there's there is so much out there that you can have but obviously we are so used to having everything wrapped in some bread or with some pasta um, but there is there is a I'll, I'll I'll send you some information and maybe you could share it with with your listeners anyway about yeah you know, what what you could do to break the fast and then to eat through the day.
0: Totally. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of the services that you provide um, for businesses and entrepreneurs in particular. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what some of those things look like? I mean, you mentioned that not only do you work with people in the UK, but you also work with people overseas and I suppose that's the great thing about the technology that we're using here today and things like Zoom and Microsoft Teams Uh, it is very possible to get started on this journey it always starts with the initial point of contact but but what are some of the key things that you can help the busy entrepreneur with somebody like myself who's really looking to say right okay I've got that wake-up call now What do I do next?
1: So with regards to the services I offer, obviously, obviously I I do like one-to-one, you know, face-to-face. That's always good. But um, the majority of my clients aren't aren't near me. Um, So I've worked with with entrepreneurs in in Australia and America. Um, The majority of people that come to me actually are either running their own businesses or they are, you know, management um, in companies where, yeah, all the expectation is on them to to deliver. so my focus is on I do a twelve-week a 12 program generally. Sometimes it's extended to twenty-four weeks, um, but we it's very holistic. So we cover everything from nutrition, from your sleep management, you know, strategies to reduce your stress, about the importance of movement, um, but also the importance of um, sun and play and social connection. Um, so it's all about it's very it's very holistic. So it it's all about um, your whole mental and physical well-being. and and making sustainable changes so the idea this is you're not going you're not on a diet you're just changing your diet if we're going to to refer to the food side of things Um, but the, the changes are sustainable so the idea is that this is for the rest of your life yeah you're going to feel absolutely amazing why would you not want to continue that anyway um but also for people that focus not on just making quick changes for now, you know, so they, oh, I want to get into this dress or this suit or I need to run 5K or whatever. It's it's looking at bigger objectives as well. So adventures that you may want to have or your holidays that you're having and you're planning in five years' time or the fact that you want to be, you know, so, okay, so one, one of my clients, uh, he runs his own business, got quite a large team. Um, he's doing really, really well. He's very happy in so many elements of his life, but his health was lessening him down so he and he had some big things coming up this year and he needed to make sure that he was a looking his best because he was going to be on stage and he wanted to look confident and comfortable in himself Um, but also he was having you know panic attacks but also and um issues with his gut and he wasn't sleeping and he was having trouble walking up the stairs whereas he used to be quite a fit man so it was turning everything else around in order for him to be able to walk up on stage and feel fabulous in himself as whether you're a man or a woman that's really important isn't it feeling like you're thriving not just surviving which is what I was doing for those 30 years um having body confidence and confidence in your body and what it can do for you
0: and that's where I think Sheila that accountability side of things is so important I mean I go we want to keep banging on about that, but it really is so important because if you are running a business, you know, it can be a very, very difficult, challenging, isolating thing. And, you know, having someone there just to check in on you, to give you some strategies, to give you some tools. Like one of the changes I made this week is I joined a gym. Okay. Now I I can't even believe it myself, Um, you know, but if I had a thought, you know, 10, 15 years, I'm not a gym person, you know, going along. It's just not me. But again, I, I, you know, I, I had a little bit of accountability going on. Actually, ironically enough, it's my son who's, 15 years of age who oh, wow. has got into the gym scene in a big way and he's been saying to me over the past couple of months dad why didn't you come to the gym with me you know the gym's great you'd enjoy it you know come down like like and I've seen him go through a little bit of a transition over the past couple of months where he's you know Obviously, he's got a lot more time than I do. Um, you know, he could go to the gym more frequently than maybe I can. But, you know, I found that those were a little bit of excuses for my part as well, you know, that I didn't have the time. But I've seen him now, you know, looking a lot better. He's feeling a lot better in himself. He's a lot more confident. And we, I joined the gym on Monday and he was taking me through some of the you know the different things that we could do in the gym and show me how to use some of the machines and again it's just that little bit of accountability so when I woke up today he says oh um you know I went Monday I took a break yesterday because I was feeling a little bit sore uh, <laughs> you know a little bit stiff you know I was kind of going oh god what have I signed up for here but you know um and he said to me look uh, why don't we go to the gym today at three o'clock and I was like yeah okay why not So I'm and that's lovely here. that you're doing that
1: together as well so I, I would say to people and I, I use it a lot but what do you want your body to be doing for you when you hit 40 50 60 70 and beyond um like i said earlier it's not about just for today's challenges but for the rest of your life if i had an 80 year old coach they would say it's about stability flexibility strength um what's the other thing balance balance because as you get older you know if you fall you might not be able to get up again. So it's about making sure those those key components are in place. And as you were saying about your son feeling more confident, you hold yourself differently when you're doing strength exercises. So just quickly, our our muscle mass and our bone density, that it starts leaching from us from the, our 30s. You know, we start losing it. So that is something that we really need to keep on top of. As, as we get older so whether you're in your 30s your 40s your 50s your 60s whatever we need to work on our, our strength our strength our mobility our flexibility and our balance are, are so key and then also that 80 year old coach would say don't worry about social media don't worry about comparing yourself to other people because actually the important thing is is how you feel in yourself and how you feel you're going to be able to achieve certain things as you get older it's not just for now
0: now, one final question, um, to throw a curveball into the mix here today. It's not too late to turn it around exactly. That's what I keep saying to myself, you know, in terms of you know, you know it doesn't matter where you are in your journey, it doesn't matter what stage you are, it's not too late to turn it around. No, you can make no. small changes.
1: And I, I would encourage baby steps. Don't try and do everything in one go. And if you feel that, um, yeah, just be mindful about choices that you're making. So as I said earlier, we're all human. We all make mistakes. But don't allow that mistake, whether it's to do with exercise or something you've eaten, for you to go, oh, well, that's it. I failed. I'm giving up now. Just, just say, OK, so how did that make me feel? So say, for instance, it's a, a very nice glass of wine, you know, because I like my wine. Um I would go for your favorite glass of wine and, and notice how it smells and it tastes and how does it make you feel? Does it impact your sleep and uh, how does it make you feel the next day? And and then just move on. Um, yeah. we If we knock ourselves with all the choices we're making, we we won't make change.
0: And we didn't talk a lot about alcohol today, which is a huge component in, many people's lives. Really you know what? I, I like a beer. I like a glass of wine. Sometimes I'm guilty of overindulging. Um, and I, and I have been, um, but what I've noticed over the past couple of months, uh, is I've become more aware of my alcohol intake. Good. Um, and I'm also starting to reduce that overall alcohol intake as well. Um, when I had that inflammatory issue again with my ankle, I completely went off alcohol for like four weeks and you Thank know what, you. I actually didn't miss it. Um, mm-hmm. But what I did find was very interesting. Uh, Whenever I thought my foot had almost healed, I went out for a friend's birthday and I overindulged in alcohol. The next day, I was right back to where I was again with the the inflammation, Sheila. Yeah.
1: It was back i know i know so we we can always talk about alcohol another time but it's um we're, it, everything's connected so people might go well I, i'm i'm not sleeping i've got issues with my sleep and then we go well why do you think that is? well i'm stressed out because of work and that's impacting my gut and and because i'm not sleeping i'm tired so i'm not moving more and you know so all it's like a vicious circle so it's that's why it's such a holistic way of coaching because it isn't just the one thing you know the amount of people that come to me and go oh i want, I want to lose weight um and that's their priority. And actually within a few weeks, they the scales haven't moved much, but again, but I feel stronger. And actually my clothes are looser on me. And you know, so it's 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 encouraging and recognizing different wins because it that yeah, we are all different.
0: Yeah, and I definitely think totally that's something we can pick up in another conversation and, and shine the spotlight in on on those aspects that can be impacting people on a regular basis. And it is yeah. about for me at least trying to make small changes. Um, Not overwhelming yourself, not to do something, you know, that, you know, it's going to be too hard, too difficult for you, but try to phase it in, in sort of, you know, small increments, which is why, you know, when I shared my um, experience with intermittent fasting, you know, I fell off the wagon a few times. I have fallen off the wagon where alcohol is concerned, where, you know, bad foods are concerned and, you know, we're only human, um, but it is about reflecting on that and acknowledging on that and say, right, I'm going to try and do better. I suppose, as opposed to beating myself up and giving myself up. Oh, don't it, don't
1: beat time. yourself up. Ask So I would say say to people, why is it important? What If you want to make change, why? Why is that important? And what's that going to mean for you? How's that going to impact your life? Because if they just go, well, someone, such and such told me I should do this. Well, that's not going to make you stick at it. Um, and stop beating yourself up, but also stop comparing yourself with other people. <laughs> you know, you, this is your foundation. Just think, okay, so what's the best possible version of me? Not of anybody else or what anybody else think I, thinks I should be. It's embracing how you feel about yourself and where you want to be.
0: I love it. I love it. And pat yourself on the back. Absolutely. Be proud of, be proud of what you're achieving. You know, like when I'm doing, when I woke up this morning, uh, when I get to 1230 today, we're nearly there. i got to be like, yes that's another day done yeah. of intermittent fast. And I'm delighted. And I can go and celebrate with some some good food as opposed hey. to <laughs> taking myself along to uh, to McDonald's or the local Chinese buffet or or whatever else it is. Now, before we finish up, because um, I'm conscious of time, I want to thank everybody for joining into the live conversation today. Those questions that we had earlier on, I uh, really do appreciate it. But how can people find out a little bit more about the Primal Zone, about Sheila, what you do, how you help people. I'm going to flash the website up on oh, thank the screen. You. But what can people find out about whenever they go to your website?
1: What's, oh, what's gosh, there? there's loads on my website. I, I, it's probably a website that I need to um, look at cutting down a little bit because I've got so many testimonials on there, fa- fabulous testimonials. And I've actually broken it down now into men, women and, and businesses. Um, I mean, the business work I do is very different. It's about you know groups and um, you know getting More productivity and performance and positivity from from their teams, as well as less sick days. Um, I've got a lot of information about the different courses I run. um, What what is Primal and um, what's Primal Living? And um, yeah, lots of info. Oh, and actually, there's recipes on there as well. And I have a cookbook. And um, the PDF of the cookbook is free of charge. If anybody wants it, just email me. Oh,
0: I'm going to check the cookbook out.
1: mm, I might send you a copy actually. As my accountability yeah, that, partner. <laughs>
0: that'd be great. Yeah, no, yeah, that would be great. So people do stop by, check out the website. Yeah. Uh, it's on screen at the moment. primalzone.com. You're on LinkedIn as well. You've been pushing out a lot of content on YouTube yeah. Shorts over the past couple of weeks.
1: I know. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm getting all my technical knowledge from you. But uh, no, it's it, it's fun and um yeah, even like you were saying earlier, it's never too late. You're never too old to do things. So I'm I'm learning new new things about technology. Um putting myself out there because if people don't know what you do, then why would they come to you in the first place? So, um, yeah, I share a lot about my client stories mostly.
0: Yeah. And of course, where we connected originally was over on LinkedIn. So, you're very mm-hmm. active on LinkedIn. So, if you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast today, you've been check listening on. Yeah, check you out. You've been listening along on YouTube, uh, over on Facebook, Twitter, or indeed here on LinkedIn, or you're picking this podcast up on the replay please do um, connect with Sheila, a fantastic person to connect with. Great on the accountability side of things. I can mm. 100% vouch for <laughs> that. Um, and I am looking forward to checking out the cookbook. And I will have links yeah. um, on how to connect with Sheila and indeed get access to that cookbook in the show notes. Look, Sheila, it's been fantastic. We have overshot the runway today know, with our conversation. I, I told you it was only going to be 30 minutes. And I, did. I, 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 I I lied because I knew when we got into it's been this fun. conversation. It's been, it's been yes. a lot of
1: fun. I
0: knew there was going to be a lot of stuff to cover and no doubt there's been a lot of value added to people here who tuned in this morning and indeed people who are picking it up on the replay so so once again I want to thank you um as well for for giving me the time today to come on and share this information and what we will do is let's revisit this again in the not too distant future and talk a little bit more because do you know what I think it, it's something that doesn't get enough conversations. Um, and I think that's the thing about it. The more we talk about it, the more we become aware about it, mm-hmm. and the more we might be willing to go away and make some changes. But I think one of the key steps is reaching out to somebody like yourself and getting that structure um, and getting those strategies and getting on that program to really help push you to where you need to go to. Excellent. So once again, check out Sheila's website, Sheila. It's been fantastic as thank always you so much. to have a conversation with you. And we'll pick this up definitely in the not too distant uh, future. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask, please feel them into me. I can uh, connect you with Sheila over on LinkedIn. Uh, and again, I can vouch Sheila is very approachable and she'd be delighted to have a conversation with you. So once cool, again, thanks. Sheila, thank you for joining me on this episode. of thank the you podcast. very much. So there you have it, guys. What a fantastic conversation today with Sheila. Really important stuff to think about if you are a business owner, you're running a small business, you're an entrepreneur. Uh, How do you really start to think about making some of these small changes towards having a healthier uh, overall wellness, and that's what's really important for all of us. Uh, And I found myself that has really helped me on my journey, exploring intermittent fasting, starting to think about the inflammation in my body and some of the small changes that I could make without the pharmaceutical solution, I suppose, uh, to maybe address that overall root cause which was causing that inflammation. So once again, I want to thank you for taking time out today to join me on episode 62 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. And don't forget, if there's something you would like me to cover in an upcoming episode of the podcast, please do reach out and get in touch. Stop by the Zero Lives Left podcast podcasting website lots of great information and resources available over there and i'll see you for the next episode of the zero lives left podcast coming your way very soon thanks for listening to the zero lives left podcast with wayne denner make sure to check out wayne's new book the student's guide to an epic online reputation available from waynedenner.com, and follow him
1: on twitter at wayne denner. tune in next time